Hello, this is Alex Adams, and welcome back to the Sports Marketing Podcast. This is episode 5. Today, I will be discussing what we have learned in the past two weeks in marketing. The first thing we will talk about today is monitoring your um, marketing plan. A marketing plan is a proposed course of action, and this includes strategic and tactical objectives that results in the positioning of the company and its products in support of its overall objectives. It explains how a company is positioned in relation to competitors, the customer's image of the business, and the perceived value, and it also establishes clear goals and a framework to achieve them. The need f- a strategic objective is a goal that creates the environment in which sales efforts can be successful and that set the stage for carrying out the tactical objectives. A tactical objective is tangible and measurable and it has to be completed to accomplish the strategic objectives. Some of the components of a marketing plan are a title, a table of contents, a cover letter, an overview of the document. It has to describe how the plan will impact the business's productivity and achievement a historical background, a marketing goal and objectives, a company mission statement, sales objective, profit objective, pricing objectives, product product objectives. Um, Some of the main components of marketing plan are market analysis, so you have to look at the status of the industry, the competition, the market trends, the market position, and desired growth. There's also the environmental analysis at both global and local levels. This is economic, political, technological, demographic, social and cultural, competition. This is names and descriptions, zoning, access to suppliers. Uh, The third main one is consumer analysis. Uh, This includes the target market, segmentation, demographic, social, cultural. Um, The fourth is SWOT analysis. This stands for strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. The fifth main component is the marketing focus. This includes product or service, the place, which is the location of the business and distribution plans, promotion, price, and the people, basically the people that manage and the staff requirements and responsibilities. It's also the sixth one is financial information. And the seventh one is graphs and diagrams. You also need to evaluate your market plan. Businesses may evaluate their market plan to see if they're meeting their goals and see if their performance is adequate. They need to take cor- corrective action if the economic conditions change and they need to evaluate a plan for return on investment. The second thing we'll talk about today is product readiness. Basically, you just need to make sure your product is ready. The third thing we'll talk about is a promotional budget. So the first thing to do is you need to set a promotional budget some have a fixed number, but most of them are based on estimations, so they might not be exact. 
the average business will allocate 9 to 12% of its projected sales to advertising. However, it can be as low as 2% or as high as 25%. Because the budget is based on projected sales, it can increase slash decrease throughout the year, so marketers must be flexible when they're planning. Promotional budgets also may get in, may be increased in an attempt to match competition. Here's an example of a sample budget. Last year's sales were 500000 and the company expects a 5% growth. They want to spend 11% of sales on promotion. So 500000 times 0.5 would be 525000 which would be this year's estimated sales. Um, 525,000 times 0.11, that's 57,750, and that would be this year's promotional budget. So they were basically just projecting how much they were going to be able to spend on promotion. Once a marketer knows their budget, they should go ahead and plan their major campaign for the whole year. Due to possible fluctuations in the budget, it's wise to prioritize planned expenses. This makes it easy to cut costs later or maximize use of possible extra funds. A promotional budget should be based on the coordinated promotional mix and organization goals. The fourth thing we will talk about is why you need to use promoters. and You need to assess exactly why you may need them. Now let's address the different types of promoters. You have sports promoters that will handle activities like projecting attendance and revenues, visiting and selecting revenues, creating a budget, selling sponsorships, overseeing marketing, handling on-site logistics, dealing with all of the business activities related to running an event. You may spend months preparing for a one-day event. There are many types of sports promoters. Some of these will promote specific sports, such as boxing, since the industry is specialized. Some venues have full-time promoters that are contracted to be used for every event. Some promoters only do business logistics, while others may only do full service. Um, they, you have to decide if hiring and paying a promoter will increase return on investment or if it will not, and it will be detrimental. Um, it's good to use this when the event will be held in multiple cities, or it can be very large and just complex and hard to navigate. That was pretty much what we've learned the past two weeks. I would like to hold a moment of silence because yesterday uh, Kobe Bryant passed away and nine others in a helicopter crash. So let's hold a moment of silence for everyone on that plane that died.
Thank you for your time, and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.